I'm Mike Breen, Public Awareness Officer for the American Mathematical Society, and I'm talking with J. William Murdoch, who's a computer scientist and researcher uh, for the Deep QA Watson Project at IBM's Watson Research Center, and we're talking about the computer system Watson that won the Jeopardy Challenge. So, Bill, can you start us out by telling us, you don't give us any proprietary secrets, but can you tell us in general what math was used setting up Watson? Sure. So um, a lot of the math that's used in Watson comes down to two big things, statistics and logic. And these are always, there's always a trade-off and always a tension between these two sets of ideas and, and approaches to combining evidence and gathering pieces of information. In some cases, you want to take the statistical approach of um, observations and seeing how often some trend holds and using that to make predictions and to make estimations about what kinds of evidence is well correlated with an answer being right versus what kinds of evidence is not correlated with the answer being right. And at the same time, you also have this entirely separate way of looking at things, which is logic, which is about, can I prove that this answer has the characteristics that the question is asking for? And both of these have their strengths and weaknesses, and we find that putting them together is a lot more effective than trying to take an approach that's purely statistical, that's based entirely on observation and, and none about reasoning, versus something that's purely logical that doesn't take into account any trends or tendencies and is thus very brittle. Watching the show, we saw a lot of times you could see the confidence that Watson would have in an answer or question. Is it the case that incorporating probability and statistics into this field has advanced it or helped it a lot? We're certainly not the first group to, to have used probability and statistics in question answering, but I think we've done it in a way that has really created a, a significant advance and I think has really helped us a lot in doing this. A, a lot of what's driving the statistics is uh, logical components. A lot of what's driving it is statistical components. At the end, we have this final merger that takes into account different ways of looking at the evidence and different scoring algorithms and forms some probabilistic estimate of how likely each answer is to be correct. This is useful for two major reasons. One is that it's very useful in deciding which answer is best because you can look at the answer that has the highest probability of being correct and say that's the best answer. That's the one that I want to answer with. And the second reason why it's very useful is that once you have the best answer, you also want to know how sure are you that this best answer is right. In Jeopardy, that's very valuable because if you buzz in and you get the answer wrong, you lose as much as you would have gotten if you had gotten it right. And so you want to know when you don't know something and know not to buzz in in those cases. There are lots of other applications, we believe, where knowing whether you know the answer is useful, that you don't want to waste your user's time with uh, information that you know isn't very good. You want to wait until you are confident of an answer before you pester the user with some input that you have. Were you confident going into the show that that we saw that uh, Watson was going to win? I was confident that Watson would be competitive and that Watson was a, a very strong player. Was it going to win this particular match? It's hard to say. It's a, uh, one match is not a, a big sample. And furthermore, we had never played against competitors of this skill level, so we didn't really have a, a baseline to compare it to. We have played many games against former champions, and we've won a large portion of them, but certainly not all of them. So um, I, I felt that we had a, a very good shot of winning, but I certainly was not certain. This project was in the making for a long time, many years. And from what I read, it sounded like there was, a, there was also a long time during that period where it was nowhere near the level to compete against even a regular Jeopardy player, let alone a tournament, a champion participant, or Ken Jennings. Did the progress really accelerate in the, in the recent past? So I think we had a lot of rapid progress throughout the project. 
I think, if anything, we had more progress early on because it's an easier task early on. When, when you have a system that's really bad, making it better isn't very hard. But it took a long time before it got so good that it was at a sort of typical human performance. That's a, a really high bar to get past. And then getting all the way up to champion Jeopardy performance is also challenging and, and was another important step along the way. But it took a lot of rapid progress throughout uh, and a lot of work to get to, to typical and then to get to grand champion. The people who are watching it kind of look as Jeopardy as the culmination of all the work. But for your team, this is really the beginning. You'd like to have this system be able to work in all sorts of fields, right? Absolutely. Yeah. No, I think applications is really the, the heart of why this is such a, a valuable project to IBM and why we think this is really going to, to make a difference in the world uh, going forward. Are you able to say what kind of things you're aiming for? You know, in general, the areas like tech support, for example, or helping doctors. Yeah, those both seem like, like really exciting areas. I think medical in particular is an area where we have a lot of focus in the short term in terms of something we think we can get moving to a, a level where it's actually usable relatively quickly. I think there are just a huge number of fields where you have large amounts of evidence out there that if you could put it all together, could tell you what the answers are to the various questions or various challenges or various problems. And this idea of taking a variety of strategy, looking at the different kinds of evidence and combining them into a final result is an area where we're particularly strong. We have a lot of strength, especially in language processing. So areas where much of the information is in natural language, is in documents and text, particularly areas where a lot of it is in that form, but some of it's in a more structured form. Some of it's maybe in databases or knowledge bases. And you have to take those widely disparate kinds of information and put them together and make sense of the whole, I think, are areas where um, Watson is particularly strong. And, and the, the ones you mentioned, I think, are particularly good examples. Would it work in tandem with a human, like a doctor, so that the, the human would have the final diagnosis? Or would it be on its own? Yeah, certainly, uh, we think in something like the medical domain, where the, the stakes are very high and it's very important to get things right all the time, you would expect to have a human in the loop. You expect there to be a person operating it, asking it for additional information, for insights, for ideas. But ultimately, the person is going to be responsible for doing the, the thinking and the deciding and the understanding of things. I, I can imagine there are other areas where a Watson system might talk directly to an end user and not to some expert. But I, I don't think medicine is a, a great fit for that. Mm -hmm. And I should mention, I said QA before, but that, that stands for question answering. Is that right? That's correct, yes. Yeah. And I think what we envision for Watson is may, it's not limited entirely to question answering, but it tends to be things that have a similar kind of nature to them, that there's some sort of inquiry, some sort of uh, information need that a user has, and there's some sort of evidence out there, and then some sort of response that a system can come up with. And it may not be in the form of like a, a sentence, which is a question, and a word that it's an answer. Uh, there's all sorts of other kinds of uh, information gathering paradigms out there for which the underlying technology may be very similar and may, the, the Watson approach may be well suited. Is there anything you'd like to add, Bill? No, I think that's about what I had to say on those subjects. That's uh, J. William Murdoch, Bill Murdoch, who's a computer scientist and researcher at the Deep QA Watson Project at IBM's Watson Research Center. Bill, thanks very much. Thank you.